Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. This is where you get to hear how to feel happy, balanced, and worthwhile. How to make that lonely ache vanish and feel empowered, confident, and secure. I'm Lauren Abrams, and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul by chatting with incredible leaders, healers, and change agents who give us their messages of hope after overcoming challenges of their own. And today we're talking about how to tap into your intuition, do what's right for you and your soul, and get clear on your inner calling. You also learn some manifestation tips and how to be the most confident version of yourself in every setting, no matter how you're feeling inside. So let's go ahead and get started and talk about tapping into your intuition. You know that gut feeling that you get inside and how to get in touch with that is you need to get quiet. So sometimes you need to just put everything down, go outside and go for a walk. Don't take your phone to get clarity on your own intuition and what's right for you. Don't take anything with you. Go outside, go for a walk. And the answers come. Sometimes I'll just say, okay. And I ask the universe, just give me clarity. I'll say, you know, just like be really specific. I expect a lightning bolt when I do this, but I'm like, just be specific. I'm not getting the message here because I was taught when in doubt, do nothing. And then I look for the right answer in my gut. That's where I get the right answer. I just know. And when in doubt, do nothing is what I was taught. So until the right answer comes, I just don't make decisions. And going out for a walk without a phone, without anything, I get clarity. There's no distractions. I just go and I breathe and I walk. And that's how I can get clarity a lot of times. Driving without the radio, without anything, and just no distractions, not on the freeway where I can get, you know, like that's that's not really conducive to that kind of clarity. But when I'm distracted, free, no screen time, no anything, and just get quiet through meditation, the right answers come. And I get a lot of insight, just that quiet time. Even, I mean, it doesn't take a lot of time closing my eyes and taking breaths and saying, okay, God, okay, universe, you don't need a God, a higher power, anything. And just getting quiet within yourself and taking those deep breaths slowly in and slowly out and listening to your own inner calling. It gets easier over time. And that's how you get in touch with your intuition and know the right answers. They just come. Sometimes quick and sometimes it takes a little while and more practice. Journaling helps a lot too because, I mean, that's just between you and the pen and the paper. It doesn't work as much with the keyboard. Some people have to do it that way, but I was taught that when I write with a pen and paper, that that's directly from the heart to the pen and the paper. But you know in your gut, you know, you just do. The right answers come and you can trust your gut that way. Also, watch your body language. Make sure you don't have your arms crossed while you're walking or that you're not closed off. Stay open. Keep your palms up. Your body, just stay open. The palms up means you're open to receive and things like that. Be conscious of where your body language is and that you are open to receive the answers. But closing your eyes and taking those deep breaths is really about, to me, it's the simplest way to trust your gut because you know, you just do. I think we close ourselves off with people pleasing and all those other things, wanting to do the right thing for other people. But now you're doing this for you. And this is all about you doing what's right for you and getting the clarity and trusting your gut and knowing what it is that you want to do is what's important here. So close your eyes, think about something that isn't right. And you can do a body scan and think about something that you know is not right for you and see how that feels. And then think about something that lights you up and makes you happy and going towards that. And you'll see how 
how that feels. And you can tell the difference and you'll know something feels in your body and doing a body scan of that. And you can tell the difference that way. And doing simple meditations, you can always DM me and I can give you some ideas if you want. I, I love doing things like that. And we can also do in the Facebook group some work on this. It's so easy to do. And I love teaching this. So we can do some things like that if you would like to. All you have to do is DM me or go to the website and let me know and we can do some things like that. And that's a perfect segue into doing what's right for your soul instead of no more people pleasing. We're not doing that anymore. We're moving on from people pleasing. And now we're doing what's right for your soul. What lights you up? Create magic for yourself and what it is that you are here to do. Because we're all here. We Everybody has their own unique handprint. Nobody can do the same thing. You can do something completely unique more than anybody else. And it's time to do what lights you up in your own unique handprint. Nobody can do what you can do the way you can do it. And it's your time. Everybody is unique. Even if you're scared to make that leap to do what it is that you want to do, if you put just 15 minutes a day into that dream of yours, that's great. I was taught that God doesn't drive park cars. You can't sit in the corner saying, God, please give me this. So think about what it is that you really want to do You're, and think big. I was taught to think big. The queen of manifestation, uh, Jen Mazur, I don't know if you ever heard her episode. She's amazing. And she's taught me think big, think of your biggest dream, and then think even bigger and close your eyes, envision it. Think how it would feel having, if it's your soulmate, whatever it is that you want, your dream job, your dream career, if you're entrepreneurial, if you want to be a life coach, like Matt Mills was just talking about, if you want a podcast, if you want to write a book, whatever it is, picture that book already written and you want a bestseller, you want to give a TED talk, whatever it is that you want to do, you want kids, you want your kids gone. <laughs> Think about what it is in each area of your life and picture it already completed, but what's right for you and picture yourself in that place already completed what's right for you and your soul. And it's like, I was taught this stuff when in speech class as an undergrad to visualize myself giving a speech, even my sports psychology class, the professor there, she would teach the John Wooden method. And she also talked about how they would train athletes for the Olympics. They would visualize themselves giving the perfect run down the mountain or the Olympic uh, gymnasts would just visualize themselves again and again and again, doing that perfect balance beam routine and so on. So visualize yourself already there in that place, you know, writing and whatever it is that you want to do, you can do it and no one can do it the way you can. I hear people say, oh, but people are already doing that, but not the way you can. Everyone can't receive a message the way you can. I love Angela saying, nobody, God didn't give you that dream for no reason. You've got your own unique handprint. There's a reason that you can do it. And this is being being taught for hundreds and hundreds of years. And there's a reason for that. So there's a way, but so you're going to stick with what it is that you've been divine to do. And there's everything's in divine timing. It's, it's never in our timetable, but it always happens the way it's supposed to. And it's always when we're on the other side of things, we're like, oh, now I get it. Didn't happen this way then. And this is why. And we share with somebody else. Oh yeah, this happened to me. And now I see that it happened this way because of this. You always tell people the other end of it. And I was interviewed for a podcast today and this woman was saying, the podcast host, she's a reverend of, and she empowers other Black women of generations. And she said, we need to do that for our youth. She was going through things and she couldn't believe I suffered from imposter syndrome. I'm like, what? I know when I started this podcast, 
I kept thinking when I I live on Zoom, when I first started this podcast and for a number of months, I would see all the little squares. And when I saw two squares, you can tell when people were on their phones and everything else. I thought, oh my God, they're talking about me. They're saying, and I didn't even know if some of these people even knew who I was, but I was sure they were talking about me. And they're saying, oh my gosh, did you hear Lauren start a podcast? Who does she think she is starting a podcast? And anyway, I had this whole thing would start going in my head and I would just, but I kept doing it going with the podcast anyway, no matter what my head said, no matter what kind of imposter syndrome I was suffering from. And it's all fear. So it's all fear-based and I just kept going anyway. And, and that's what imposter syndrome is. It's fear. We just walk through it. Fear is false evidence appearing real. You have to feel the feelings and they pass. Who knew? <laughs> they don't last forever. I was taught that feelings peak after five minutes. No matter what you're going through, they peak after five minutes. And so I feel like I can get through anything for five minutes. So I lean into them no matter because I, I want to get to the other side of the uncomfortable ones. If they're great, yeah, I'll, I'll sit in those. But when they're yucky, I want to get through them. So yeah, I mean, I'm a work in progress like the rest of them. I did not grow up with communication skills. I am learning those all the time. Got my husband, he's constantly, I'm saying, okay, I have this kind of an uncomfortable situation. How do I talk about this in this situation? He's fabulous at that. And I, luckily I'm, well, I wouldn't have, I mean, that's one of the things that I love about him. I can say, I'm going to be awful at trying to talk about this. So just bear with me as this conversation goes. I, I just, as I try to unpack something, see, I'm flubbing on the words here too, because, and I just say, look, I'm really bad at this kind of a conversation. And I just start off that way. So bear with me. It might not come out right. And I'll let you know when I've said what it is I'm trying to say. When I say something that's wrong, I'm really sorry. I'm just going to apologize in advance. But I'm trying to be true to myself. This big hashtag now, authentic. Be your authentic self. But shouldn't we always be our authentic self the best we can? And when I'm not, I say, you know what? I'm doing the best I can, not not as just some something to fall back on, but I really am. And I believe everyone is being the best they can be in a given moment. Just try to be gentle with everyone because there's a lot going on right now. But this is about you and being true to your sole purpose. So stay true to yourself on each given day and then give yourself grace at the end of the day and look at what a great job you did. And I was taught the only one I can compare myself to is me. I only compare myself to me and where I've come from. No one else. I do not compare myself to you. And my, I certainly don't compare my insides to your outsides. There's no telling where you've been or what you've come from ever. I remember when I was on Finch, I don't know if you listened to his episode, but he had a whole panel interview me when I was on his podcast. And one guy on his panel said, well, who are you? And where have you come from? And why should we listen to you? So I told him, I'm like, well, here's where I actually came from. And I'm very self-made. And I used to come from nothing and lived basically on the streets, weighed 83 pounds and had nothing. And anyway, I went through all of that and I shut them up and I wasn't trying to shut them up, but I let them know like, yeah, I've been through it just like a lot of people. So I'm very grateful for my life and I know what I'm talking about in a lot of situations. So yeah, I try to stay true to who I am and I only compare myself to where I've come from. And that is it. We never know what anyone's been through, what their story is and what's really going on with them. So that's that. So don't compare yourself to anyone.
anyone else. Just, you know, you've made it through so many different things and you can get through whatever it is, hard time you're going through. You'll get through, if you're going through a hard time, you're going to get through this one too, because you've been through so many other ones. Everyone gets through everything. That's one thing I've learned from interviewing so many different people. Everything passes. Everybody gets through everything. It just is in incremental stages. Everything works out. I don't know how, but it does. Everything works out. I have yet to meet anyone. And I've heard some horrific stories who didn't end up telling me everything worked out. It's an unbelievable thing, truly. You need to get clear on your inner calling. You just know you're called here to do something and you're not sure what it is. That's where the journaling really helps. It's just one of those things that gets to the meat of everything. So just put on the top, this is what I was taught to do, to put on the top of the page, say, God, please lead my pen in honesty. I need to know what it is that my calling is. I know it's something. However, put it in your verbiage. Don't use mine, but just put your question at the top of the page and ask for God to lead your pen in honesty. And then just start writing. Just start writing. The right answers come. Again, I don't know how that works. It just does. And that's where the journaling, it comes straight from the heart. Or I'll say, God, please be blatant. I know I've got something blocking me. Please release any of my limiting beliefs. And then say, God, please let me know what my limiting beliefs are. Then write and see what those are to get rid of those and feel those feelings. Just feel them all the way through. See where you're, where you're feeling them. Keep your eyes closed and where in your body are you feeling those feelings? Feel them all the way through and then see if you can release them out. Release them into the universe and let those go. You're developing new neuro pathways as you do that. And then you get to have new experiences. It's all very cool, this whole, all these processes. And you get to just move forward into it. And then you're opening up and creating space for just what is your true calling and what it is. And see what it is that lights you up. You can't miss that. That, what excites you and lights you up and comes through to you, that's, that is it. And those things that come through to you that light you up. I'm, I love the Mel Robbins. If you have ideas to act on them in five seconds, if you don't, that you're not going to take action because those ideas that come to you, those are for you. Those are meant for you. Those aren't freak things that are going through your head. I think Matt Mills talked about it in one of the last episodes. Plenty of the different change agents and leaders have talked about that. I mean, God put those in your head for a reason. Pay attention. But I love how Mel Robbins, it's years ago now in her TED Talk says, if you don't act on them in the first five seconds, you probably aren't going to. So I'm like, I always like take action right away if it's something that really excites me because I want, I want to take action. So I really pay attention to things like that. And then I act how to be the most confident version of yourself. I love the fake it till you make it. And you're going to hear Ashley, I think next week or the week after, you're going to love her because she talks about fake it till you make it all the time. She started businesses. She did all these things. Act like your most confident version of yourself. I'm like, I walk around like, I'm the shit. I just act like it. I mean, people would ask me, you just started a law practice? I said, yeah, I can remember talking to a friend of mine and she said, you should just start your own law practice. I said, I won't know what I'm doing. She said, nobody does. <laughs> if I had known everything I know now back when I started and I wouldn't have, but I just did. And I did it, it from a service plane. I just wanted to help people. And so I started it. And that's the same thing with the podcast. I had no idea. I just 
wanted to help people and interview and all these different types of people and get their messages out to you. And so I started it and I love it. And half the time, I think it's for me. I, I love getting the messages myself, but I also love getting the messages to you. So I act like I know what I'm doing and I kind of do just from taking depositions, but it's not that. It's just being engaged and being present, acting like you know what you're doing. And I have no problem asking questions. So when I don't know what I'm doing, I just ask questions. It's so much faster than trying to act like I know what I'm doing, but I can act confident. And when I walk into a room, I find somebody, I act confident and it's the whole, just act like you own the room. Keep your palms open. Again, acting like your palms are up. That means that you're open. And it also is a sign of confidence. That's Karen Donaldson. The very first episode after mine, she talks about how to own a room when you walk in. So your palms are up. Oh, by the way, there's just such an aside, but I love how she talks about on Zoom or if you're online dating, if somebody touches their nose like this, it means they're lying or about to lie. I just thought that was fascinating. I'm going to throw that in. And she does things about couples dating and all that. And also, but she talks about confidence and how to own the room when you're walking through it. She was amazing. I, I love her. Well, I'll see if I can get her back on now that everybody's out and about again. So, but she does, she talks about confidence. Really, it's by doing esteemable acts that we have self-esteem. So when you're living your truth and you're being your authentic self and you're doing what it is that you really want to do, you're confident. And it shows. That's what lights you up from the inside. It just shows. It shows through your whole being and your aura is like that and your vibrational frequency is raised. Everything about you, it just, it radiates. You attract like-minded people. Lindsay Bruce talks about that. That's a great episode. I hope I hope you listen to that one. I just love her and I love her episode. So anyway, let me know. I could go on and on about confidence because confidence is one of those things that ebbs and flows, it wanes, we have it, we don't have it. And affirmations are a huge, huge thing. Looking in your eyeballs in the mirror, not at your hair or makeup or any of those kinds of things, but looking at your eyeballs and saying, I love you. I am a worthy person. I am confident. I add, I am focused because I think I developed ADD during COVID being inside all the time and looking at this screen anyway. So I add, I am focused today. Say, I am confident. I've got this. Whatever it is that you want for your affirmation, or you need for that day or for that hour. Just keep going back and doing the affirmations. You can say them in the rearview mirror in your car because you do have this. You are confident and you do have it. It's You've got all of it. So I love doing this podcast. I love giving the messages. Next week's episode is absolutely amazing and you will love it. You, This is a real change agent and a leader. It's someone who has been a true entrepreneurial spirit and has taken the leaps of faith. She just knew it was right for her. Quit everything after being in the cell, hearing all these different messages from different change agents and leaders and manifested so much and now empowers a lot of people to do everything that I'm talking about. So you're going to love that episode. You're going to actually love a whole bunch of these episodes coming up. So I'm so excited for all of it. Let me know if there's a topic you want to hear or something you didn't like, something you do like, just DM me or go to the website at 52weeksofhope.com and send me a message. I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening.